Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. So this past week, I did a couple things that I want to talk about. Um, The main event was at the Paley Center for Media in Midtown Manhattan, and I love it there. They have such cool screenings and events. Everyone should get familiar with the Paley Center if they aren't already. So this was a really fun speaking panel of comedians who were there to chat about the importance of political satire on television, meaning like, why do we as a culture love watching The Daily Show or Late Night with John Oliver, etc.? And why is it important to keep a sense of humor um, when we're talking about really serious topics? But I'll be honest, I was a little nervous going into this event just because I really like to steer clear of politics when I'm covering entertainment stuff. Um, But these comedians were all fabulous and so funny. And honestly, they kind of kept it sort of clean, if you can believe that. (laughs) But before we get into that, I also attended a talk in the 92nd Street Y with Laura Dern, the actress from Big Little Lies, Marriage Story, and the upcoming film Little Women. I had reached out to the Y to see if she was doing any separate interviews and they unfortunately said no but we have a press pass for you and I just love her so I went and she just shared some fun things about marriage story and little women and I took a couple of photos of her so you can check them out on my Instagram feed so anyway let's get back to the comedians at the Paley Center let's start with David Cross who you may know as an actor previously on Arrested Development and the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt he's a very funny guy but also very serious Um, And he's married to actress Amber Tamblyn from the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. You are really big on women's rights, um, so thank you for that. Did you sort of want to create more change when your daughter was born? Uh, Yeah, but it wasn't, it was all a, a, uh, it's a lot of it is about my wife, uh, who's who's very prominent in that movement. And um, uh, so that, it it became a focus through her, with her, and then of course, yes, when my daughter was born, that that amplified things even more. That's so nice. Your daughter's really cute, by the way. I love your Instagram. You're welcome. Okay, so really, really serious question here. Who does a better Donald Trump impression, Jimmy Fallon or Alec Baldwin? Uh, neither. Uh, Anthony, uh, uh, I'm... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can't, uh, his last name, I'm so sorry. Uh, Adam Mattuck. David was referring to Anthony Adamaniuk. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's who he was talking about. Okay, carry on, David. Look, I got visited by the Secret Service because of a bit I did in my last special. No way. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? It's, it's the very end, almost the very end, of uh, the last special I did called Oh, Come On. And 
uh, I won't give away the thing, but it's an it's kind of a it has something to do with Trump and uh, um, and a fantasy that I have and uh, and yeah, I got visited by the Secret Service and that could have been a, a, a potentially pretty bad, but it was kind of a, it was a joke. But did you feel kind of badass too? A little bit, yeah. I like that. That's hot, David. I don't know. To me, that's hot. Yeah, I'm admitting it. Yeah. You're so funny. I, I love you on Kimmy Schmidt, by the way. That oh, thanks. Was, yeah, you were awesome with that. I mean, you're an awesome guy overall, so thank you. Thank you yeah, very much. Have a great night, All okay? Right. David Cross, cool guy, has a fantasy about Trump that got him visited by the Secret Service. Um, I guess watch his comedy special to find out what that is. Next, I spoke with Felonious Monk, who is an actor and a comedian that's on The Nightly Show on Comedy Central, and most recently, the second season of Easy on Netflix. So... You have a toddler, and to me, that is the best form of comedy. Do you feel the same way? No, I feel like it's the best form of not sleeping. It's uh, my favorite thing. Well, I, I will say that since he's been born, probably 20% of my material is centered around something he's done, something he said, something that I feel because he exists. It's, um, so, yeah, there's a, it's a different way of looking at life. You get to revisit the things you learned the first time. So it's, very, it's, it's fun. I'm tired, though. Uh, a lot of this is sleepy. Anything funny that he, he said in the past week or so? Um, yeah, he's, he has taken to calling his booty his underground vagina. So, yeah, shout out to him for being uh, gender fluid as three. I don't know what's happening. He's a special baby. He's very smart, though. I'm That's so amazing. My three-year-old asked me if I had a baby in my belly the other day. So, basically, she told me I was fat. So, yeah. <laughs> so Felonious Monk and I actually chatted on Instagram the day after the event, and he was like, man, the interviews on the red carpet were the best part of my night. I mean, he was half kidding, but I love that he said that. Okay, then I spoke with Elaine Boozler, who's been a stand-up comic since the 70s, and if anyone watches Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, she had a great guest role a few seasons ago where um, Rebecca Bunch's mom, Naomi, went to camp with her, and they sang this great song on the show, and I asked her to sing it for me, and she remembered it. Can you sing the song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend for me? Oh, gosh. If you ever need a favor in 50 years, just call a camp convention, girl. You're so good. I'm so... I still have it. You know how many bottles of wine ago that was? At least four. You're so funny. Um, so what are you looking forward to most tonight? Eating after. Okay. That's very honest. But for the event, what... what well, there are five comics on the bill. I am hoping to get in four sentences. We'll see if it works or not. How did you get your start um, being a stand-up comic and a writer? You know, I, it was uh, in the 1800s, and it was so long ago, I don't remember. I think my really good friend, Sacagawea, was leading Lewis and Clark across the Northwest Passage, and there was a gig she couldn't cover because it took longer, so I, she asked me if I could fill in, and it was just history from there. Wow. <laughs> so I've been asking everybody, as a, a a writer and a comedian, how do you stop yourself from going too far or what people perceive to be too far, like Kathy Griffin or Samantha Bee um, or I, I guess even Roseanne? I mean, that was horrible, but you know what I mean. Oh, Lauren, you're adorable. <laughs> um, the truth is you have to skate as close to the edge as possible or you're not doing your job. I mean, for me, the whole point is to shake it up. I love a good barroom brawl if I'm out there and you know, I always say if I'm not alone on stage with the room empty by the end of the show, I haven't done my job. So 
Right? I guess all press is good press. <laughs> no, but I just feel you have to shake it up. And going too far, if in your judgment you are approaching it in the right way, um, then you stand behind Elaine called me it. adorable. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, now Dave Smith, who is legit hilarious. And if you don't know Dave Smith, because why would you? He has the most generic name on the planet. He's also a stand-up comic and a regular on the Greg Gutfield show on Fox and has a podcast called Part of the Problem. Question for you. Absolutely. Okay, so your name is Dave Smith and you're like a public figure. Have you ever thought about changing your name to something like, I don't know. Well, I'm a, I'm a Jew, and my name is Dave Smith, so my family already did their job to change their name. This was our, you know, attempt to blend in, not ruffle any feathers, just, you know, go with the Dave Smith. Can't blame the whole banking collapse on my family. We're just a couple of Smiths. We make stuff. What are you talking about, you know? We don't subvert society. So that's it. I'm sticking with Smith. Okay, fine. You know what? I'll buy that. Uh, what are you most excited for tonight for this event? I don't know. I have no idea what this event is going to be. I'm uh, excited. They had beer in the green room, so that's pretty exciting for me. Can you do your best Trump impression for me? Trump impression? Oh, uh, I, I don't want to do a Trump impression. Okay, so well... It's well, been done. Okay, okay. Everyone's had Who one. does the best Trump impression? Oh, man. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I just, I'm blanking on his name, but there was this guy who used to come on Red Eye on Fox News who did the best Trump impression I've ever seen, but I, I can't remember his name, okay. so that's not going to be a good answer. That's okay. Sorry. No, no problem. If you had your own late night talk show, uh, what would it be called and who would your first guest be? It would be called Cancelled, because it would be cancelled after the first episode. I'm sure of it. They, we wouldn't make it, uh, we'd call it Won't Make It Past Pilot. That would be Okay. Okay, well, thank you so much. No problem. I don't believe that, though, but... <laughs> that last part killed me. He just answered me so quickly. It was so funny. Like, he was expecting me to ask that question, but obviously I know he wasn't. Um, but yeah, love that answer. Canceled. That's what my talk show would be. <laughs> um, last but not least, I spoke to Liz Winstead, who is actually the co-creator and um, a writer on The Daily Show. She put up an Instagram post right before the event of this guy's shirt when she was getting on the subway and his shirt said, shut up and submit. And her caption was, Things are great. So that had me laughing because I was on Instagram right before the interview and I said something to her. Your Instagram is so funny. I just saw a post you did. I was cracking up about that guy's shirt on the subway. I mean, that just happened five seconds ago. I know. I'm good. And we were, I know. Well, you know, it's like the doors closed and it was like, camera, camera, get that camera, get the camera. So, and then you're praying that you can make it big enough. And, you know, I like to capture moments of people's um, inhumanity. I love it. And I'm curious, how did you get your start as, you know, a, a comedic writer and a stand-up comic? Um, I'm the youngest of five kids from a Catholic family, so basically I had to find some place where I could complete a sentence, and um, the stage happened to be that place, and they wouldn't let me be a priest, so those are my two options, and uh, I went with comedian. Okay. So as a comedian, how do you kind of stop yourself from going too far, like um, Kathy Griffin or Samantha Bee or even Roseanne? Um, I, don't, I don't know. When we talk about what's too far and what isn't too far, um, an audience decides that. So for me, I'm sure there's people that have said I've gone too far a bunch of times. I run an abortion rights organization and I'm a comedian. People think that's too much, right? So what I would say is I carefully plan what I'm going to say and I know my own line and I know if 
if I if I've crossed it and people say you've crossed the line and I hear them and I think that makes sense you want to know what I should have thought that through I'll take it back but if I feel like you want to know what that makes a really strong point and I disagree with you I'll stand behind what I wrote so I hope you guys got a few laughs from this week's episode I know it was a little different oh I also saw Frozen 2 with my daughter who is three and a half and it was amazing we um, ended up seeing it twice (laughs) and I would say go see it even if you don't have kids the music is so catchy I don't know how they keep doing this to us getting us so hooked but they do Um, we're also a little late to the party but we also saw Aladdin on Broadway and my daughter liked it a lot but I would maybe wait to take your kids to see a show like this that's you know two and a half hours when they're five or six Um, but don't get me wrong she did great but I also had like pretzels and lollipops on hand (laughs) we also got to go backstage and apparently the genie lamp is like 14 karat gold and worth like seven thousand dollars so leave it to Disney Um, Anyway, that's all for today. If you want to take a look at some pictures from this week, again, go to my Instagram at Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast and follow me or watch videos on my YouTube channel, which is the same name. And don't forget to subscribe and download on Apple. Thanks for listening. Until next week. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time.